welcome once again to the Life House Beloved podcast. I'm Carolyn Thomas and I'm joined again by Debbie Singh and Crystal Chick. Hello. This series we're talking about maturity. We're talking about now that I'm a big girl, so what does it look like to be mature? What's the you know the measure that we should be looking at? And um, we talked as well about what conditions and what steps that we can take to put ourselves into a position that would be optimal for growth, for maturing. And um, this week we're going to actually look at what mature behavior looks like. Just to recap briefly on the conditions for maturity that we talked about last week, we said we need to get rid of excess weight, get rid of the excuses. We need to ensure that we're taking in correct nourishment. Um, we're exercising, which is applying the word of God and also having godly company, which I'm surrounding myself with mm-hmm. now. So that's <laughs> awesome. So we're going to just jump straight in and look at what maturity would look like in some of our different relationships. So the first one is, what does maturity look like in your relationship with God? Debbie? Um, Applying his word. So like we've been speaking about is reading it and applying it and soaking in it. Um, Regular communication with him. So um, by prayer and by journaling, I find that's a really, really helpful thing. form of communication with him um, and making my immediate reaction to turn to him so mm-hmm. something's wrong or something's going down but straight to God you know and the amount of times that I go hang on a second I haven't even asked God to help me with this <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. um, so I'm, I'm still obviously maturing in that <laughs> um, willing to jump for him so if he says do you, I want you to do this or if he sends somebody to say I want you to preach, or I want you to Are do podcast. Are you podcasts. just po- pointing your finger at me here, Debbie? <laughs> no, no, just four of us. <laughs> we just had a discussion about default modes when God asked you to do something. No, I was actually meaning if he yeah, was asking no. me to, you know, when you came and said, can you preach or yes. can you do the podcast, for me to just say yes, you know, you, Better you react don't than want mine. to, it's okay. But I'm like, no, you don't give me the option <laughs> okay. to say no. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do it because God wants me to do it. Um, and to learn more about him yeah. so constantly That's learning good. and lots that we've spoken in the past co- podcast yeah. so you know i think we've covered if you don't know maybe just go back and yeah, listen, listen to the last few yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um my number one that i have is communication which is asking and listening for his leading yeah. Yeah. and walking through that um in obedience um that was the next one um, in John fourteen fifteen, it says, "If you love me, you will obey what I command." Yep. And then it goes on to say that He will send a counselor to be with us forever, which is the Holy Spirit. And then in Galatians five twenty five, it says to walk in step with the Spirit. Yes. So, whatever He calls you to, you should be following along in the Spirit and be obedient to what they are calling you to do. Um, to have confidence. Um, all of Romans 8 is being confident in who he is mm. and um, who you are in him. And, you know, you're protected and you're loved and you're cherished and, um, you know, not to fall into some things and, and to, you know, be opposite to those things. Um, and a to have desire and delight, a desire to know him more. In Psalm 63, 1, it says... Um, David says, my soul thirsts for you, yep. my body longs for you. And then for delight in him, as Psalm 37, 4 says, a delight meaning that our hearts find true peace and a fulfillment in him. And in doing so, truly finding satisfaction in him, he will give us the desires of our hearts. 
um, and then a peace, being at peace in every situation. Psalm 119, 165 says, Great peace have they who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. That's good. Um, I loved, uh, just to pick up on a couple of things you, you said there, one of the things you said right at the beginning was um, talking to and listening. And I think that's, you yeah. think of children, you know, initially, um, they'd be doing, you know, more mummy, mummy or whatever, or daddy, daddy, mm-hmm. and not always so good at listening. So as you mature in your walk, um, and I know as well, um, in the early days of my walk in Debbie, you spoke about journaling. I used to, well, what I, I thought was, you know, I didn't know by the term journaling, but used to just write. And it was often just really a monologue at that yeah, stage, yeah. me just writing everything. Yeah. And it's actually, as you mature and grow, that is something yeah. you have to learn to actually stop and quiet yourself and actually start listening back. Yeah. Because in your early stages, you don't. Yeah. You, you know, you might hear about people saying, oh, they hear God or whatever, and that's new to you as, yeah. as a young Christian. And, uh, you know, it's something that's got to be developed. And, um you were talking there as well about trusting him and all of that. And, and again, for me, that's a big sign of maturity where the focus is on God and not on you and not yeah. on self. Um, we can get really caught up with a lot of what I call DIY, where we're focusing on ourselves, our yeah. needs, our wounds or whatever. Yeah. And, and once you take your eyes off yourself and keep it on him, that you know it takes maturity to do that. Yeah. Um, and then when you're talking about thirsting those scriptures and psalms where, you know, soul thirsts for you and longs for you um you know we talked in an earlier podcast about um one of the things for growth is that you have to cry you have to desire to grow and it spoke about craving pure spiritual milk and when i was looking up that word that word for crave is the same word that's used in those psalms for longing yeah um, and thirsting so that's really good yeah so for me maturity looks like obedience and trusting so the same as what you girls have been saying and And a big part of it is knowing that he knows best. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Bible says that, you know, the, he says, my ways and my thoughts are higher than yours. And, and mm-hmm. you know, often we um, have our ideas in our head of how we think he should work and how things should pan out. And when it doesn't, we can sort of, you know, maybe react in an immature way or get really upset or whatever, or even take offense with him. And, and, and so maturity is just believing he knows best. It doesn't matter what it looks like and what you feel. Yeah. Um, and another thing that I've found as well, and it's part of the, you know, the maturation process is that, yes, God does talk to us, obviously, and communicate and he desires to do, but there's certain times in your life as well when it seems he's silent. Mm-hmm. And, I know, you know, I've learned that there's definite times where he's actually teaching me something in that. And it takes maturity, though, to actually, because, you know, I was going off the other day on a tangent with, um, you know, I've said before how my head, like, I'll I'll argue scripture against scripture. But, you know, it just really struck me, I was speaking to David about this yesterday, that as you mature and grow in the Lord, the attacks of the enemy get more subtle. Mm. Yes. Um, and so like David said, well, if the enemy's coming to you with these thoughts like, oh, you, you useless, you, you know, or you this or that, just in, in sort of words that just would be someone accusing me, I'd be more alert to picking that up than where I'm getting the scripture flooding my mind. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to or stuff like that. And yeah, actually, yeah, um, you know, he's yeah. using scripture yeah. 
to actually attack me and and think of it that's what he did with mm. Jesus and you know yes, when Jesus yes. went to do that he used scripture yes. and I hadn't actually realized that because I'm you know I mean I know there'll be a lot of scriptures where obviously it's building me up whatever but there are definite times where that arguing goes back and forth and it's scripture yes. and it is bringing condemnation and I'm using it and it's coming in the wrong way which yes. I explained before and just to realize that's actually the subtlety you know so in a way it's encouraging because yeah. it's showing okay well you know if I'm growing and maturing yeah. he's getting more subtle with how he's coming because I'm not picking yeah. that up as an error or a condemnation attack as quickly as I would if it was just in words like you you know if I hear in my head oh you're absolutely useless and God doesn't love you yeah. I know enough yeah. to know that yeah. that's you know but where yeah. it's a scripture just like oh okay hang on so yeah. so so that's you ma- should take that as flattery yeah. <laughs> you know he's, yeah, he's well, using he's got exactly it. Yeah. the same yeah. Yeah. strategy so that he used on Jesus <laughs> but 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 I think as well and because I'd been thinking around this it's like because you know I'd, I'd lately I've been going through well not lately but just well a couple of days of God I'm not hearing you like and your word says that your sheep know your voice and so it means that I'm not your sheep now because I'm not here. You know, like that kind of attack yeah. in mind going there and I've had to take yeah. it captive. Because I know yeah. before that I've had periods like this where God is actually teaching me, like, it doesn't matter what you can see or hear. It's a level of trust that yeah. you know I'm here. And, and he just brought to my mind that, you know, if you drive down this road to my house, you know, in the day you'll see those mountains there. Yeah. And they never look the same two days in a row. And every time I drive down, I always, like Psalm 121 is one of my favorite psalms. I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? And I was driving the other day and they were totally covered in clouds. You couldn't see them at all. And the Lord really just dropped into me that, you know they're there. Yeah. Even though you can't see them. Mm. And it's the same in those times when you feel mm. like maybe, you know, I'm being tired. It's it's that deeper level he's taking me off trusting in spite yeah, yeah. of you know and and for me that's a big thing um, of maturity that he's expecting me as well as I grow to depend on his word and depend on his promises um, even in times as well where there may be no direct instruction given. Um, and that's what happens as well when you're a baby Christian he'll do a lot more for you mm-hmm. and you know give you a lot more Whereas you get older he gives you more responsibility and more hang mm-hmm. on I'm going to let you choose yeah. here or do whatever and for me as well maturity means less of me and more of him yeah. and it's losing that entitlement and that rights mentality yeah yeah so that's maturity yeah. in my relationship with him in a nutshell and as you say still working towards it you know yeah. do better on some days than others um, the second one, what does maturity look like in your relationship with your spouse? Um, again, the first one for me is communication. Yep. Keeping those lines open between the two of you while, you know, also being aware of timing, um, bombarding him with something that's gone wrong in your day as soon as he's walked in the door is not necessarily a really good thing. Um, and... Um, also, um, not keeping secrets, like the bad kind of secrets mm-hmm. from him. Um, I know um, for me, um, having like f- financial problems in the past, I feel like I need sometimes I need to hide how much I've spent on the groceries or, you know, but knowing that I'm going to damage our relationship if I do. Mm. And so, you know, I end up saying that, this is how much I spent. This is what I spent it on, and he always just says, "Oh, okay, yeah, all right." You know, there's, but it's, it's that, do I hide it or do mm. I 
Yep. You know, Talib. Um, uh, an attitude of servanthood. Not what can I get, but mm. what can I give? Um, how can I support him? Um, he's been on an awesome journey, you know, and me sort of being beside him and, and, and walking through that with him. Um, it was always about what can I do that's going to help him see God in mm. all of all of our daily activities and, and things like that. How can I train my children to to see that and maybe he can then see them doing these things as yeah, well. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, prayer, praying for him, praising God for having him in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, responsibility, taking responsibility for my part of the relationship, um, taking responsibility for any mistakes that I may have made or um, when I've been wrong, mm-hmm. um, when I've, you know, messed up and I've, I've, you know, gotten angry at him for something that he didn't do or you know, taking responsibility for all those things and being conscious of how I speak about him. Yeah, remembering that's important. Yeah. yeah, remembering he's not perfect mm. and that he's not a mind reader. Mm. Um, giving grace when he can't read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a lot of grace. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, trying not to change him because mm. that's not my job. Yeah. Um, being aware of his feelings. Um, he has a, a, a struggle with um, he's not good enough. He's not good enough for a wife. He's not good enough for children. So for me, um, having male friends, he can get quite jealous. Yeah. So I don't entertain those flames yeah. by um, befriending males on Facebook. It's or just being you know, sensible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, and as you say, it's mature. Yeah. 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 Um, and... Being aware of his authority as the head of the household. If he says, no, you cannot have an iPad, being okay with that. Mm. And, um, you know, or no, you can't have, or we can't do, or you can't go, or, or whatever. Being sort of aware of, okay, well, I think that I should be allowed to do these things, but I'm going to be okay, mm-hmm. if we can't afford that, if you're the head of the household, you're the head of the finances, you know yeah. what's coming, you know what's going out, so I'll just, all right, okay. And I think that's that you know him and you know where it's coming from, isn't it? That yeah. It's more out of, like, it's, we can't it's afford not, it or yeah, it's, it's not, not going to give it to you. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not going to be, you know, I'm doing it because I'm spotting I'm you. Or, or, yeah, no, or, yeah. yeah it's, it's, we really can't afford that, yeah, and yeah. I'm sorry, but no. Yeah, um, that's so. good. What about you, Debbie? Yeah, I, some of Crystal's are really good. That the communication ones, mm. are, you know, and and not expecting them to read your <laughs> mind. That's good too. Um, rising above petty squabbles, I yeah. said. You know, can be. I know a lot of you know people talk about the the debate over which way the toilet rolls. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. In our house, all I care about is that there's toilet paper yeah, in there. You know? And you've got <laughs> someone's changed it. Yeah, yeah. You've got three boys. You may as well just yeah. go with the flow, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> and usually there's someone around to get yeah. me some anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Um, knowing who they are and trusting them, you know, yeah. and that, that yeah. goes with what you were just saying, Crystal. Um, you know, trusting that, you know, that, that you do know them enough to, to, to be able to trust them yeah. when they're, at work or when mm. they're you know doing something different um to not being with you at the time but 
loving even in tough times, mm, yeah, yeah, especially in those tough, tough times. times yeah. Um, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, that we, you know, we have been through some tough times mm-hmm. as, a, as a couple, but you know, not just we, we haven't fallen apart. Yeah. Apart, <laughs> does yeah. that make sense? We yeah. fall yeah. apart yeah. together yeah, no. and the pun, you know, yeah. been together. <laughs> um, don't belittle him. Um, that God's teaching me. Not not that I belittle my husband, but just in little things that I I might make make a dig at him. You know, because I grew up, we would just joke around and go, "Oh, you you duffer or you you silly mm. Billy," you know, or something yeah. like that. Whereas he. He doesn't take offence to it now, like he. But but for me to just go, oh, good on you, you know, like just mucking around yeah. for him, it it, it can actually so you know hurt, yeah. you know. So I've just got to be careful about how I speak to him mm. and um and yeah, and it's just like with anyone really, you know, don't belittle them. Um, always have his back. Yeah, you know, always be the one to stick up for him. Yeah, doesn't matter who it is, you know. Like we've had situations with um. Even if, because just with family, other family members, you know, mm-hmm. where I've always said to him from the beginning, you know, no matter what anyone in my family says, or no matter what anyone in your family says, we have to make sure that we've got each other's yeah, back, yeah, that we stick right. up for each other before anyone yeah, else. So, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. usually only with family. I mean, other times anyone else is easy, but yeah, families is especially one of those times. Um, Find ways to grow together and put each other first. That's good. Yeah. Um, we we're quite adamant that we put each other before our children, even. And yeah, I know that might good. shock some people. No, but, but it's right, Debbie. But it, I think that's really important yeah. for our kids to see that yeah. we put each other first. We put God before each other. Yep. But we put each other first, and they see yep. that we love each other, and they see that we're together. Mm, and um, yeah. But yeah, finding ways to grow together—that—that's actually harder than what it sounds. Mm. I mean, when we first met, um, we we went to the movies a lot, and now I can't stand going to the movies. Um, I mean, I don't mind going to the movies. I just think it's such a waste of time for the limited amount of time that we have together yeah, on yeah. our own. So, you'd rather uh, talk, so, yeah. so we're trying to find you know different things that we do what we do at night you know we we find different ways to to just talk and communicate and we listen to podcasts together or we we play board games together and you know things like that like yeah. just little things that that keep us together and and try that's and good. um keep us that communication open yeah. so yeah no, that's good and that communication like you girls say is key i mean i know yeah. that is what is yeah the probably the outside of obviously having christ it's the main strength of our marriage that mm. David and I as well as that and and I mean that's what God wants to do with us as well isn't it um mm. yeah. and that is how you build relationship with him or with anyone else isn't it talking yeah. talking if you don't ever see each other or talk or meet um you're just not going to have that relationship yeah that's good I think a big thing as well is um is not looking to your spouse to fulfill all your needs yeah, um, yeah. especially where it's needs that God is the one who needs to meet them and I think yeah. we can fall into that um, you know particularly women maybe um, sort of look to them for everything and become too needy and dependent and he's not meant to be our world and to be our everything yeah. um, and maturity means you know accepting that and looking to God where you need mm-hmm. to look to God I mean obviously you do have certain needs that you know your husband can fulfill but you know not all of them and, and not expecting that from him mm, yeah. um, and a big thing and Debbie you touched on this as well when you said that you know um, putting God first 
Maturity means accepting and desiring, in fact, for him that God is first to him even above you. Yeah. Um, You know, when I first, um, you know, just really in the early years, uh, um, before I was saved and I met David, it was like uh, I just didn't, you know, I would ask him, I'd deliberately sort of provoke like, okay, um, you know, would you put God above me? And I didn't like the answer that he was giving me. And and then before we had Callan, um, before I was pregnant, I was like, if you had a child and you had me and we were drowning, who would you save? And at that stage, I was like upset that he would save the child and not me. I mean, once I had the child, obviously, I was totally happy with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, my point I'm making here is that some women feel threatened by yeah. the thought of, um, you know, even if their husband had to voice it, no, God is comes above yeah. you. They don't like that. And it makes them feel threatened. Mm. And, you know, but the saddest thing about it is that, if you would encourage them to do that, you are going to have the best version of your man that you would have, yes, and yeah, it's not something yeah. that you should feel threatened by. And that includes encouraging him as well in his ministry and what he's intended yeah. to be. Because yeah. now, I mean, get the distinction. I'm not saying, and I do understand there may be cases where men and women could actually put service and duty and all those kind of things first to the neglect of their families. Yeah. Yeah. But... The Bible is clear that we've all been given talents and we are going to answer for our yeah. talents and there's the parables about, you know, and so if you are holding him back from that because you feel threatened or whatever and you're not encouraging him and using his talents, so he's going to stand before God and account for the use of his talents yeah. and saying my wife didn't want me to do it or wasn't there or whatever is not going to wash for him and so we need to be encouraging him yeah. you know it's up to him to work out the correct balance and stuff but we need to encourage that and I'm telling you you will have the best version of your man yeah. Yeah. if you yeah. encourage him to put God first even above you you know it's going to impact all the relationships I was just going to say in the opposite of that if if you find yourself in a situation like Crystal you've been in a situation before where where your husband isn't in that position of, of leading yeah. and but you've still got to have the maturity in your relationship and your relationship with Christ, that Christ is always going to yeah. come first. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you probably feel, I know we've talked about it sometimes, yeah. you know, feel like you, you're kind of dragging your husband with mm. you but we've also discussed the fact that you have to still move forward in your walk yeah, with God. exactly. Because yeah. that's, that's still... That's still being in a mature relationship, yeah, yeah. you know, with your spouse, and doing what you know you're meant to be doing. Yeah. And because even above our spouse, we always need to be yeah. focusing on our Christ, yeah, you know, on yeah, our Lord. Yeah. And we need to be running that race, and 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 He will, you know, and we can. Obviously, you're going to still continue to pray for yeah, Him, yeah. Um, but you've got to make sure that that, yes. that relationship is number one before yeah. your relationship with your spouse. So. And, and that's really important, Debbie, because I've also come across a lot of women who um, don't actually get involved in ministry. And when I talk about involved in ministry, I'm talking about fulfilling. We all have a call yeah. and purpose yeah. and we're going to account for it. Yeah. Um, because oh, I'm waiting for my husband or whatever, yeah. and they're going to stand before God as well, and that's not yeah. an excuse. And you've got more chance of getting them on board anyway when he's seen you so heartedly yeah. serving God. Yeah. Um, and you know, I was speaking to someone about this a couple of weeks ago, and you know, even when your husband isn't saved or whatever, yes, you have to have that mutual submiss- submission, and yeah. you know, this is the head of the home. 
but and and you know there may be certain things you'd like to do and that you don't do out of respect for him or whatever but where it comes to um, a direct conviction from the word or where you're in direct yeah. disobedience to the word of God and uh, that's got to be paramount yeah. isn't it yeah. Yeah. and above um, you know and and there as well that involves having the maturity to trust God that he is going to handle as well yeah. whatever you're trying to hold together um, so it's really important um, and um, what you were um, Debbie you were saying as well about putting you know um, your husband what did you say about you um above your children um, yeah, so, so putting Christ first yeah putting yeah husband yeah above and that's really and and well. that's really important because a lot of people do the opposite you you need to serve your husband and train your children and a lot of people serve their children and train their yeah. husbands um yeah I'm I just don't think I do both well I think I've been doing that with, with David but you know and 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 someone you know I heard this um before um I think it might even be David saying it to me, but the best gift that you can give your children is to love their father yeah. in the yeah. way and, and for them to see that and it is to put him first. And that's why as well you have, um, you know, a lot of people as well, their identity, we've talked before about your identity could be in, um, you know, your children. Yeah. And then you have this whole emptiness syndrome because you and your husband, basically for years it's been the children first mm. and you haven't mm. made a point and made that time. And, and so at the end of it, you don't have a relationship. And, and so that is really important mm. that you mentioned there. All right, so if we move on to... Um, the third relationship, what does maturity look like in your relationship then with your children? <laughs> My first thoughts were... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> What's the thought, Debbie? <laughs> um, the well, progress. I was thinking originally, I was thinking... If you saw how I behaved with my children, like, and I don't mean the, like, dragon lady behaved. I mean the, like, crazy mum behaved. <laughs> like, my son, my eldest son, like, you know, I'll say to him. And we, I kind of pride myself on the fact that I am a bit of a crazy mum sometimes. Um, you know, I'll say to him, you know, is your mum serious or is she crazy? And he's like, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> like, And I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be the, you must do this sort of mum, you know. Yeah. So, um yeah, sometimes it's not always mature. <laughs> well, I don't, we I don't to, think no, we're talking no, there about I know we're not talking about That's yeah. why I laugh. Yeah. But um, being the adult, I yes. think, is, is yes. yeah. uh, not stupid, stooping to that childish, yeah. you know. We, we can have childlike behaviour with yeah. them, but not the childish, like we talked yeah. about in previous yeah. podcasts. Um, and child, not to have childish negative behaviour, mm. you know. It's hard to admit, but like I said, you know, a couple of weeks ago that, you know, I have had the most tantrums as being a parent than what I've had in my whole life. Um, I think because, you know, when you're surrounded by peer pressure of other people having tantrums, (laughs) you shouldn't blame it on them. But, you know, like just um, not, uh, not. Yeah, becoming the same way, not whinging and complaining the same way they do, just mm-hmm. to rise above it. You yeah. know, like we talked about, you, you've got to rise above. That's what maturity is, is rising above yes. situations so that you can move forward. Yeah. Yeah. And being the adult and being the more grown-up and mature one, even as my children um, grow up, mm-hmm. you know, and to become adults, I mean, you could probably speak more to this too, Carolyn, but even in situations when you have a, a disagreement, even as adults, yeah. you know, as the parent, I don't know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I often think the parent should be the one to go, okay, well, 
you know, I still need to be the more mature one here. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we should always all strive for that hand in yeah, every relationship because yeah, that's yeah. putting other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but in teaching them about our our relationship with Christ, yeah. you know, that's going to be the biggest thing that you can do. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and if you it, it that that whole saying more is caught than taught. taught yeah. You know, we can teach our kids yeah. Bible verses. We can teach our kids. Yeah, they're observing you know, their life, hey? Yeah. Well, I was just saying to someone today, and this is, again, a negative <laughs> in my life lately, I, I realised the other day that my eldest son, when he was speaking to my youngest son and telling him off for things or telling him he shouldn't do something. You heard he heard yourself. <laughs> no, he, he just spoke to him in yelling. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that just so shows how much I've been yelling in the yeah, past few yeah. weeks. So, you know, you really yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Well, know, it's a yeah. good little thing, isn't it, to let you yeah, see where you are. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think, yeah, the maturity that you have in, in Christ is going to be reflected mm-hmm. and they're going to pick up on that. Definitely, you know? yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, all the previous points. Um, setting up boundaries Mm. and enforcing them so um, you know I've said in previous podcasts that I have a one-year-old and a two-year-old and they need the boundaries for their safety Mm. and I need to enforce them Mm. they also need their boundaries so they learn what they're not allowed and what they're allowed Mm. to do and what they have to do and what they don't have to do Um, you know my two-year-old little daughter has been getting into everything we've just moved into a new house and she's like woohoo I can go up to mummy and daddy's bathroom and and get into their toothbrushes and hop in their shower and get soaking wet and things like that and um teaching her that no that's not okay because you could get in um in a bit of trouble with things um and leading them live what you preach and it comes down to that more is caught than taught um, teach them how you want to be treated um, and that respect, respect for your parents, respect for your elders, respect for the people around them. Yeah. And um, I've also learned that mimicking them doesn't help. Mm. So <laughs> if they're having a tantrum, it's not okay to stamp your feet and go, well, I'm going to do it too. Yeah. Or when they're whinging at you, don't whinge back. When they're yelling at you, don't yell back. When they're, you know, just try and be the mature one that puts their head up and goes, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to, you know, no, I'm not having this. You need to walk away from me or I'm going to walk away from you. And you know there is a scripture that talks about not provoking your children, so that would be like when the mimicking would be provoked. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, having having that maturity to, um, you know, follow through with the discipline. If you've if you've set your heart, like we've, um, my husband and I have have cultivated a a discipline where it's one, two, three, smack. And um, I've noticed that I've been getting a little lax on it, and I get to the point where I'm like one. Two, two and a half, ten, three. <laughs> uh, do you want me to smack your bum? And my daughter says yes, <laughs> and so I go, okay, three, bam. Thanks. She gets a smack on the bottom, yeah. and that's her, that's her punishment, and yeah. she knows that. Yeah. She knows when she's going to get in trouble, and they feel safe and secure though when they've got predictable. Yeah, yeah. and if you, but if you 
pick something and stick with it. Yeah, whether it's yeah, whether it's the time out chair yeah, or the yeah. smacking the bums or the yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's the exhausting thing. All right, we're going to wrap up there, and because um, we've gone longer than what we yeah, expected, which okay. is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so next week we'll come back to this again, um, and I'll just start with that point again. Then we'll move on to this. So thank you for listening to us. You can check us out on www.life-house.net, and we'll speak to you next week.